Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 3 of The Munchies Dude. In this episode, we're going to be zooming up Dorf to East Hollywood to a Thai town bake shop called Ban Kanom Thai. In English, Ban Kanom Thai translates to House of Thai Desserts. This market opened in 1998 and has since become a staple of LA's Thai dessert scene. It's located in a horseshoe-shaped mini-mall amidst many other Thai eateries, and the market imports snacks and ingredients from Thailand to bring a nostalgic taste of home to Thai folks living in Los Angeles. I also think reflecting on episode 2, that I have a much better understanding of the strength and importance of Thai Town as a hub for the Thai immigrant community in LA after reading the Padung Pot piece that I mentioned earlier. Reflecting on my experience in Ban Kanom Thai, I also feel that restaurants or street eateries that are more market-oriented, um, I tend to have a much more fun shopping experience because you have a lot of license to browse and explore. And this place was also especially great for a nostalgia haul. It brings me back to my childhood shopping in Asian grocery stores with my parents and always nudging my parents to buy certain snacks off the aisle that I wanted. Ban Kanom Thai has a mixture of packaged dried snacks, bakery items, and many traditional Thai desserts that they make in-house. So delving a little bit into my opinions on the pros and cons of this restaurant, I really liked how it was super COVID safe. They had a limit of six people in the store at a time. There was a really expensive menu and they actually shipped many of their dried products from Thailand. So I was able to bring back dried plums and a macro garnish for rice to the Bay Area. And my mom, who's from Bangkok, really, really thoroughly enjoyed snacking on the plums. This location is also very nearby many other eateries, as I described it's in a mini mall location, so it'd be a great stop after dinner just to pick up some goodies. Delving into some cons, I think this was my first time really visiting Thai Town, and I realized it was pretty difficult to find parking. The immediate area near Ban Kanom Thai had a very crowded parking lot, and I had to circle a neighboring block multiple times um, before I was able to nest into my spot. In looking over many of the Yelp reviews, I realized a lot of people thought that the snacks here were overpriced. Personally, I thought the prices were fairly reasonable to me in the context of what I spend on LA food usually, but I do acknowledge that I have no basis of comparison when we think about Thailand or how much these snacks cost in other places. Now moving on to the dishes, in general thinking about the Thai dessert palette, I really enjoy how complex these um, dishes are created. I think the most notable thing I've found is that they generally tend to incorporate a hint of saltiness to complement the sweet flavors, and that all their desserts are really nuanced in the hints of ingredients they incorporate. In contrast to American desserts that often, I feel, tend to be one note and just overpowering in how sugary sweet they are. So I have three dishes I'm going to review today. Um, the first are these crepes called knumbung. Um, a lot of Westerners will tend to call them Thai tacos because they're, they're a similar shape and size to many street tacos we find around LA. Um, but my experience in Kanombung in the Thai restaurant was that there were over a hundred crepes all lying nearby a griddle um, being prepared in store. And this really made me think of how we've translated a lot of street food experiences to be nestled in brick and mortar establishments in LA. And just how grounding I found this experience that was somewhat akin to a street food experience to be compared to a regular sit-down. It just felt a lot more authentic to me. 
The crepes themselves were really beautifully prepared, um, reminded me of origami with the smear of egg white meringue nestled in the golden brown crispy crepes, which to provide a better visual image, um, kind of resembled a less dense fortune cookie in how they tasted and how they looked. There were two distinct crepes I tried. The first one was savory, and the savory ones are marked by an orange filling, and in them you could taste some hints of acidic lime, um, a little bit of tangy garlic, and some ground shrimp paste. And out of the two, I'd say this one was my preference. I'd give it four out of five munchies. Meanwhile, the other one I tried has a yellow filling, and I looked this up online, and these yellow fillings are actually made of extruded duck egg yolks cooked in syrup, and there was just a little touch of coconut pulp, and it was very floral in general. I didn't like this one as much as the savory one, though. Um, I thought it could have been a lot more tangy, so I'm going to give it 3 out of 5 munchies. Overall, I liked these crepes. They were a great deal um, at 80 cents a piece, but... I did think that the flavors were a little bit more subtle, and if I had some license over the recipe, I would have potentially added more garlic to the first one, and just things that would strike the tongue a little more. The second dish I had was the sticky rice bundled with banana leaves, and I find in general my personal issue with a lot of sticky rice is when it becomes too globby. I thought this one was the perfect amount of chewiness, and I also liked how it was not overtly sweet, because I also have found that can be a problem. I did not like the banana as much as I usually enjoy the mango sticky rice. I think in analyzing this, the component of the mango sticky rice I like is how there's that slight acidity that the mango lends to this um, more mellow, chewier, um, sticky rice note. But it did make me reflect on how we could incorporate other um, fruits into sticky rice. I was looking online and some recipes that came up were nectarines, and I feel like that's also a great alternative. But overall, I'd give this four out of five munchies just because I enjoyed the sticky rice itself a lot. Then the final thing I tried was the Thai tea custard. I did, I did think the Thai tea flavor was um, pretty nicely concentrated. Um, gave me um, very, very strong Thai tea vibes, but... Um, in a very balanced sense. It was a little lumpy texturally for my personal preference, and if I had to recommend another place in LA um, that has a similar custard, I'd recommend Frankie Lucy Bake Shop in Silver Lake. They have a really, really great ube custard. In conclusion, Bankunom Thai made me reflect on what I consider to be a good and balanced dessert in terms of how much sugar we incorporate in these desserts and how we can also incorporate savory flavors or salt to foster a more thought-provoking dessert experience. I really felt a sense of home and connection to my Thai heritage, heritage shopping here, um, and especially in light of all the anxiety I think in COVID, it is really nice to just be in places that instinctively make you feel at home and make your heart jump. I'm hoping to make many more expeditions to Thai town in the future, and I can see Ban Kunom Thai becoming one of my more frequent pit stops in this area, because I really would love to sample more of the confections they have. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Munchie Dude, and hope you all have a great week. Peace and ciao.